Oh, it's so foamy. So foamy, go blow me, and uh, that's been Bad Bandmates. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bandmates 2021 year in review. You know, I was reminiscing on last year's episode. I didn't listen to it. Okay. But I remember that we did an end of the year type deal like we're doing now. And I also remember thinking in my head, 2021 is going to be so much better than 2020. No. It was so so much worse. (laughs) Yeah. It's like as a whole, I feel like it was worse. I mean, I think that the I think the balance was about the same, but like a lot of the pieces that were on one side moved to the other and the other side moved to the other side. You know, the balance is still sucked both years, but um for different reasons, you know? And so I mean, there is one main reason, which is COVID, but <laughs> but then yeah, that's a big reason. But then, like, we got vaccines and stuff like that, and then idiots refuse to take them, and then uh, they think that um, they're uh, invincible, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I I mean, I've been in the same boat. I, you know, like for me, I, I you know. I went out a little bit in the summer. I went to a concert, but it was outdoors. Mm. I saw a prof. It was amazing. Um, you went to Brewfest? I did go to a Brewfest, and no COVID. I mean, I was I was freshly vaccinated and, um, you know, double vaxxed, and I'm just hoping for, like, vaccine stuff for kids. I mean, that's, like, yeah, I, that's... So anyways, yeah, I mean, 2021 as a whole, you know, I look at it and I I played a lot of video games this year. I mean, I did. <laughs> um, it was also just an awful year for me. I'm not going to go into details, but, um, you know, fuck you. You know who you are. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I I will say, man, this has been the year for like RPG video games for me. I've been backlogging it, dude. And some of the music in video games, I've been wanting to do a video game episode, like a video game music episode for a while. But I, you play like NBA, and they <laughs> that 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 doesn't mean that I can't go listen to the music. <laughs> We've been through this before. You but know what sometime- I do too is when I play my NBA game, I put it on mute because the soundtracks fucking suck. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and you play your own like Spotify little playlist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the way to go with those. But like sometimes, like being in, because you can listen to a movie soundtrack, right? Or in this case, video game soundtrack, and and you're like, oh, that's a good soundtrack. But like the visual or like the story element that kind of ties it into, sometimes like boosts up, you know, the the music factor. And so, you know. It, We'll get to a, mu- a video game episode eventually, I think. But 
I wish I liked video games more so we could bond even more in depth than we already do. But yeah. unfortunately, instead I just have to beat your ass at Smash Brothers up and down the block. And then... I hate it. You know what though? <laughs> it's you're. It, I, this is gonna sound mean right away, but hear me out. You're not fun to play with. In it, but what I mean by that is you're you're not fun to play with because I know you're gonna win. But you're fun to play with and hang out with. Yeah, I've had people, your cousin, Joey, last name excluded, sure. because I don't know if he'll want to be on here. He, I genuinely don't like playing games with, because not only do I know <laughs> I'm going to lose, and he knows that too, but he fucks with me. And yeah. he makes it not fun. It's oh. not fun to play Mortal Kombat and literally never touch the ground because I'm always in the air getting punched. That's not fun. Tr- I mean, trust me, I was always, you know... I. I had to deal with that my whole life at every family gathering, you know. Um, Is he better at video games than you? Uh, I, I, guess I feel like that's been, a broad that's a broad question. Yeah, I feel like it's been too long to to gauge that. I feel like, um, honestly, I feel like uh, it, it would depend on the circumstance and and all this these other factors and and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I mean, he has like a, he has a lot of kids now, so I mean, you know, true. I he's he probably out of practice. Just, they're coming, they're coming out of cracks in the wall. Yes, so they, they are. <laughs> they are. So, um, anyways, uh, we'll get to a video game episode at some point. And um, <clears throat> hey, you know, know what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I have something to say about twenty twenty one. If that's Kay. okay. Yep. This year, I haven't enjoyed it. I haven't had a good time. Just to right. clarify that up front, but. Whether people have listened to it or not, or Nate, whether you agree with me, 2021's been really good for me because I've actually made some of, I think, the best music I've ever made. Yeah. You know? Just you personally. A- I'm I'm like a real big fan of the music that I've been making. And normally I hate everything I do, just like in general. <laughs> like as a yeah. general rule of thumb, everything I do sucks. But I'm really proud of the music that I've made this year. I don't know what it what the difference is. But it's been a good year for me on that front. Maybe you're just, like, happy. Maybe the secret all along is that you just didn't want to be around people, but you were forced to before. Now you're isolated, and you're like, oh, man, I'm kind of, like, happy. And like, I don't then- know, because my, my general <laughs> mood is kind of grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I, no, I, I genuinely... I, I don't know if we could do an episode on... Like well, I mean, we could do episode on your most recent music stuff if you'd like. Um, I, yeah, if you wanted, if you wanted to sit through it, I'd be fine. With I think. <laughs> no, I mean, you've always send me like snippets and stuff like that, and I I always like it. I think the thing that is cool about the stuff you're doing is that I mean, honest to God, anybody could really do it, you know? Yeah. Because you're. I mean, granted, you have, you know, certain, like, recording equipment and all that other stuff. But for the most part, you could just do this stuff with, like, free programs on your computer, you know? And, oh, for sure. For sure. And, um, and I like that because I think that it's cool because a lot of times you'll, like, send me something and you'll be like, is this good or whatever? And then I'll just, <laughs> I'll be like... I'll probably like forget to respond or like whatever because I'm a terrible <laughs> communicator, and then like like thirty minutes later you'll like just put it out to like you know <laughs> yeah, I, I do that on all platforms and like all this stuff and I'm like I'm like 
honestly, whatever. Like, cause that's what I used to do when I was making like little, little dumb hip hop beats and such. Like I would literally, because I use FL studio, but I use the free version of it. And so you can't save a session. It, yeah. It's just, it's done. Export it's, only. Yeah. And so, so I couldn't, I can't go back and fix any of those things without redoing everything I did. And that's impossible. Like at some of the stuffs I tweak and, and all that. But um, I would do the same thing because I would get it done in like one night and then I would just be like, here it is, you know? <laughs> that's, so. the, that's the move. I, my theory has always been like the longer you, so music is like a, like a painting. It's never done. You can always add shit. You can always do something different on it. But yeah. if you get to a point where you're like, yeah, this sounds pretty dope, I quit. Fucking stop working on it. Like, yeah. it's good then. If you yeah. like it, somebody else might like it. It's good enough. Like, and, and I have songs I'm sure you've heard. And the EP that I just put out, I have two drum parts that I actually, I, like, I fucked up. They're off time. Right? Like, Ooh. there's a snare hit that's off time. But I don't fucking care. I don't care. Okay. It's fine. You know, yeah, and also, there, side note, because you mentioned that I bought gear and whatnot this year. You know, I only for anybody that wants to make music, I bought a MacBook, Logic Pro, and a couple interfaces, which is way more than you need. But I mean, I only spent in total two thousand dollars, maybe. Yeah, and that's just because a MacBook's like eleven hundred bucks. Like, it doesn't cost a lot, a lot of money to do things. So as a whole, I mean, twenty twenty one. I mean. It's been the the year for I guess just messing around with new stuff, releasing music, doing I don't know, God knows what. And there was some albums released this year, a couple, two, three, I would say. Um, I hope I hope you have some because I have yeah. I only have two. I, this has been the least okay. amount of new music that I've been exposed to that like stuck with me that I, any any year I can remember prior to this. I think uh, let me pull up my list again um because i'm pretty sure um i'm pretty sure most of the stuff here is like metal <laughs> like <laughs> like or like he on the heavier side you know um or some random stuff that's like kind of i hate being like pretentious but like you know like some lesser known stuff that's probably you know, not, not as well recognized or known of. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have a top three and I have quite a few in my like honorable mentions that I, I'll kind of rapid fire at the end. Um, so anyways, yeah, if you want to start, um, you said you only have two, right? I only have two. I have a, I have an honorable mention to uh, a couple of them. Okay. But I only have two like full albums and I'm not even sure if one of them counts. I'll okay. do the first one because I feel like you'll agree with me on this. I think one of the best pieces of audio and visual art to probably ever come out ever in like the history of mankind, uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Yep. I knew Just this was going to be on your list. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. I figured it would be on yours too. I mean, I, I, I still like. I can just listen to the album. I love watching it. I've probably watched it more than ten times at this point. Sure. I think that it is one of the most creative and probably best things that will come out of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm fucking, su I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it's a recommend, uh, recommended watch or or 
yeah, watch because I mean, listening to it without some of the context is yeah, um, a little different. Yeah, it's a little, it'll be a little bit a little bit different for everybody, but um, yeah, I like Bo Burnham Inside a lot. It, it um, you know, I do I do another podcast um, which we haven't. We haven't put out an episode in a while, but it's coming back. I, we're we're working we're working on it. Um, and my co-host with that, uh, he does not like that <laughs> bow no. from inside. But I get it because like I, it's it's definitely not for everyone. And um, I think, but I think if you can kind of take sit down and take you know, understand where he was going with it, um. And, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been with Bo Burnham, like, since his YouTube days. So, like, yeah. so like when it comes to something like this and just to see how he's grown and and stuff like that. Plus, I feel like I was going through a lot of weird, similar shit uh, uh, as him. Um, well, that's the whole thing with it. The whole... We'll call it a documentary album, whatever you sure. want to label it as, is really feeling based. If you haven't had any of the feelings that he's talking about, how would you identify with it? You know, it, yeah, it's also it's also tough to just strictly label it like a comedy special, too. You know, because that would I don't be think last on my list. Of yeah, exactly. Label it as yeah, exactly. Because I don't really think it's very. I mean, there are don't get me wrong, like really funny parts and very very good jokes and like um i feel like bo burnham is all about that kind of like meta commentary stuff which mm-hmm. um again isn't for everybody but i i like i love that kind of shit because like as much as you can say oh he's just like talking about the news or current events or like this that and the other thing it's like well okay but like you aren't you're not on stage. You don't have an audience. <laughs> you know, you don't have a platform. Like you can, you can rip it to shreds all you want, you know? Um, and that's not a dig at anybody who would say that either. Cause again, comedy and music really are subjective. So like if neither one of these hits for you, I can totally see that. But for me, for you, yeah, definitely a, a top, um, high point for the, for the year. Uh, music music wise and comedy wise and art wise just art art <laughs> yeah. in general yeah uh it's not in my top three for the year but it did make like my honorable mentions so um i i it 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 hit me in a very specific time and i i re- i related to a lot of the stuff uh, you know extremely well and um which is sad because it's basically just a spiral into depression, but that's the fuck where I was. So that's a um, part of being a human. <laughs> yeah. So Bo Burnham inside. Okay. So that would be like your honorable mention or you think your third or what do you think? <clears throat> that's, that's honestly my, my, my two that I have are just tied for the top. Okay. Okay. So, um, so I'll, I'll start with, uh, just my, my top three, and again, this is kind of like a, I don't know if it really even counts either, but, um, cause it's a, more of an EP, I would say. Um, but it is Knocked Loose, A Tear in the Fabric of Life. I think I got that right. I'd, I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna triple check, but, um, uh, Knocked 
I couldn't correct you even if I wanted to. Yeah, Knocked Loose, A Tear in the Fabric of Life. Uh, it's an EP they released this year. Some of the most like sinister and heavy shit that they've released, honestly. And it's kind of one cohesive story, uh, which is which is kind of the whole thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break it down a lot because I feel like that's when this episode gets spiraled out of control and we talk for eight hours about one thing. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it's really good. And if we do something similar to like last year, where you know. Um, I don't know what your number one is or whatever, or your, like your tied other one, but um, <laughs> well, you will what I tell you. Yeah, I I think that um, I think this would be an interesting one to like hear your thoughts on. Um, but I don't know if I. I mean, it's an EP, so it's shorter. It's like twenty twenty five minutes, and so maybe we maybe we end up doing an episode on it or something to to subject you to some heavy screaming and loud noises. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> so that's my kind of third spot. Knock loose, a tear in the fabric of life. I actually just got my, my uh, vinyl for it. And I was listening to it a little bit before we uh, started recording. So God, it is, it is so good. It, the, the opening, the opening riff to this, thing um with the beat switch up and stuff like that just it immediately hooked me and then just didn't let go and this also has a visual component to it as well um it's kind of like this stop motion sort of um i don't know it's all black and white too uh it's very interesting i I would, uh, maybe if we do do this, then maybe we can take it as a whole, like art piece, like the, there's the visual component, the story that kind of is being told and and then obviously the music behind it. But yeah, that's my third spot. Not loose. Okay. So I, I think that my, my top one, you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I have another one that I think is moving into like favorite things of 2021 but it hasn't quite got there yet so i'll do my other one that's tied for bo burnham and i i'm not sure if this counts Kay. because it's been on the market before but mac miller faces okay. was released and i got the vinyl it's like 21 songs i think it was a mixtape that he put out and i want to say 2014 sure but it was never like nationally released uh his estate released it and of course, Casey and I s- swooped up all the vinyls that we could, yeah, uh, for this release. But I, it's it's super fucking good. It's such a interesting contrast of what swimming in circles was, and then what Good AM was with the more hip hop side. It's like a you know how like I told you, Nate, that Divine Feminine was like right in the middle of where he yeah, was kind yeah. of switching styles. This one is even more so, but it's polished as shit. And it yeah. has like some cool features, like Schoolboy Q is on, and some other people. And it's just it's a good it's a good listen if you have like a lot of time to sit down and, and check it out. I think that one's been something that I listen to, maybe not through and through, but Casey and I pop it on every time we're in the car for more than like fifteen minutes. Sure. And I so. haven't listened to that one, so technically we could probably do a swap of that, but. Um, it's re- it's really fucking long though. Is it okay? Like, re- it's like twenty one or twenty two songs. 
that's okay. I mean, well, maybe we do separate episodes for for each of them. Yeah, so. I mean, it's worth a listen. Like, I think I think you'll dig it. But for one episode, it's it's aggressive. Okay. Well, hey, it's our show. We'll figure it out. You know what I mean? If if nothing else, for those that are listening, just look up the they they made a music video, and when I say they, I mean Mac Miller's estate. I don't know who it was. Maybe his sure. brother. I think he's the artistic, like drawing type, um, for lack of a better way of saying it. They released a music video for a song called Colors and Shapes. Just look that up. It's fucking gorgeous. It's visually I, yeah. gorgeous, and it's audibly incredible, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I I watched that. but um, I think I sent you that when it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, so I'll hit, I'll hit with my number two. Now, this is one that also... Uh, you don't, you would have no idea, but I think I did send you, um, I did send you a, like a, one of their songs. And I was like, I was like, this, uh, makes me want to stop playing music. Cause I will never, ever be at this level. Um, but it's a, it's a band called first fragment and mm-hmm. they have an album that they released this year called, glory eternal i want to say but it's spelled like uh probably like it, it looks french i i think they're they might be um they might be french canadian i am not sure um to be honest i only heard about this band this year <clears throat> and then i kind of dove head first and then never came up for air because it's just like I, i'm i'm in it i'm in it baby um it's uh oh and for those looking for the spelling of the album it's um again the band first fragment it's pretty easy to spell out but glory eternal is g l o i r e space e with a little some sort of accent above the e e t e r n e l l e glory eternal um if you are <clears throat> if you're into like metal or or anything like that give this one a shot um especially kind of more like neoclassical sort of technical um technical metal like very like wheedly deedlies you know that kind of like metal <laughs> like where where the guitar <laughs> players are are like way too fucking talented to even be human. And the drummer is just like constantly doing blast beats. And, and then on top of that, you have the bass player who he doesn't use a pick, which is if, for those of you know, um, a lot of metal drummers or drummers, bass players, um, they'll use a pick cause it's just kind of easier. You know, it's, it's very like, Plus, you kind of get a particular sound with it, right? Um, yeah. But then uh, this dude doesn't use a pick, and he also uses a fretless bass, which kind of gives Ooh. it, which kind of gives it this weird. Um, it's almost like a more smooth sound, I guess, is the only way I can really say it. Um, but the the riffs and the lines he's playing on the fretless bass. I mean, he's keeping up with the guitar players who are basically just playing guitar solos the whole song, you know? Um, and the moment that I heard, um, 
uh, one of the songs, I was like, holy smokes. Like, I, this is it. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, I'm just going to spell that song. Uh, it's called, uh, well, <laughs> let me, let me spell it. <laughs> um, it is, hold on, let me, let me find it. Um, L A space V E U V E space the ampersand which is the and sign space L E space M A R T Y R so probably Lavuv and Lamartyr I don't really I don't speak any other language than English <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, it starts off with this great like almost almost like Spanish guitar kind of sounding. Um, feel to it very very beautiful it's on the acoustic side and then it kind of like you know rings out a little bit and it brings in a slap bass part now if you've ever like just like having slap bass in a technical like death metal band like what are you doing that's the best thing i've ever heard in my life (laughs) and um and uh I just couldn't, I could not believe that this was like, you know, you sometimes you're like, okay, like how can music go anywhere from here? How can it evolve like to any other level? And then some band like this comes out and you're just like, you're just like, oh, oh okay. They figured it out. They unlocked the key. You know, they, they, uh, they did it. Um, and then the album comes out and I listened to it and, um, the the title track that which is the first song on the album is just unreal i i can't believe it it sounds like um again it kind of has like a they do another like little acoustic part for it and uh it almost sounds like uh <clears throat> like you're in like gerudo valley from like ocarina of time or something like that that kind of style music and then um I don't know. It just goes into blast beats and you're like, this is the best music I've ever heard. I've listened to this album so many times. And, um, I have, I mean, I have no, I have no complaints or like anything. Um, I have no positives or negatives about this, the vocalist, I should say. I think the, the, they've got a great like growl sort of vocals and, um, no idea what they're saying not gonna look it up either honestly i don't really this is this is one of those bands where it's like if you're in it for like the lyrics like i i would i would say you're a liar you know so (laughs) but yeah if you're a musician of of any kind or if you just like hearing kind of pure talent give this give this album a listen i seriously cannot get over how how great it is um so that's my number two um did you have any more honorable mentions or anything like that i have a few honorable mentions but do you want to do your number one first yeah i'll go for my number one i i feel like um i don't know you probably know you'll probably know and you hear it but um uh i'm gonna go with turnstiles glow on that album is just you know what it is, and 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 this is uh, this is kind of the thing that a lot of people are saying. Um, so I'm not really like saying anything fresh or new, but 
it's definitely something that was in the back of my mind, which is why I immediately text you when I was like three songs into the album is this is the gateway. This is the gateway into heavier music or like hardcore in some way, shape or form. Cause you'll hear a song that has like, um, like, um, what's that? There's like an 80, kind of like an eighties weird sound sounding song, uh, on the album uh that i for some reason can't think of of course off the top of my head because i I didn't i don't write good notes but there's like 80s (laughs) sounding sort of like weird whimsical psychedelic songs then there's extremely fast then there's traditional hardcore and then there's clean vocals but there's also yelling and i think the they made this mashup of like a perfect connection from people who aren't necessarily into the heavy music, but like maybe they want to dip their toe in the water. And I think I even said that when I, I think we listened to a uh, nonstop feeling a while ago mm-hmm. from turnstile. And I said kind of the same thing. It's just like such a, it's such a gateway into maybe the heavier, heavier music scene or hardcore scene. Um, and if you haven't, uh, if you haven't listened to this album, like seriously, it is, it's the constant repeat for me. Like I, um, there's only like maybe two songs on it that I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't need to hear these ones. And they're of course like the more slower ones, but, um, but even so in the context of the album, I think they work really well. And so, yeah, to me, Without a doubt, Turnstile's Glow On is uh, the top album for 2021 for me. It's just, it's great. Um, and I think it's very accessible. So, yeah. All right. Well, there it is. There it, there is, it is, kids. The top of 2021, as far as we see. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> for what so, it's worth. <laughs> so, I mean, I want to, yeah, I think that now if you had some honorable mentions or anything, I. I feel like uh, now's the yeah. time to say it. Yeah, I, I have two that I'm going to lump into one, and I think one of the albums you're going to know, Kay. of course, that it's going to be in the honorable mentions. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Butterfly 3000, yeah. No, it, well, that is on my list, but that's not one of the ones that I'm putting in. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know what? We could just go into that because that is one that I was going to mention. Okay. Uh, if I remember right, I didn't hate that album. You didn't hate it, yeah. I didn't hate it. There were elements of it that I didn't like as much as um, Paper Mache, Paper Dream Mache. Balloon, Fishing for Fishies. Those two, I think, are fucking killer <clears throat> albums. But yeah. there were a lot of elements on Butterfly 3000. Am I yep. getting that right? Yep. That I think are really good. So that was one that got released this year that I was like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't bad music. Right. They also released another one. So two albums this year. And... Maybe, uh, apparently, they're set for a third tomorrow. Uh, well, as of the recording of this, uh, tomorrow's New Year's. Spoiler, everybody. This is when we recorded. Um, <laughs> December 30th, 2021. Yeah. So tomorrow, apparently, they are supposed to release. So that's three albums, potentially. Definitely two. Um, they had uh, LW and then uh, Butterfly 3000. I didn't so, listen to LW, right? I don't think we did, and that's okay. It, it, it 
I think I might have mentioned it um, a little bit, but uh, it was their. Um, it, it was like psychedelic oh, microtonal yeah, yeah. stuff. Microtone, yeah, I remember you, you. You sent me a couple songs off of it, I think, and it wasn't yeah. my favorite. But you know, Butterfly Three Thousand, though that album had some ripping points. Yeah, uh, I, I think that King Gizzard should have left their microtonal stuff with the one microtonal album that they had back in uh, a couple years ago, which was the Flying Microtonal Banana. Uh, they just just they should have left it at that you don't need three microtonal albums like you just you don't no one needs that like (laughs) um but anyways yes what was your uh honorable mention you were actually gonna say um okay yeah so the two i'm lumping together um limp biscuit still sucks is the album right and then Angels and Airwaves released an album this year called Life Forms. Now, the oh. reason I'm lumping the reason I'm lumping them together is I don't think either of those albums are particularly good. Right. I I, I think that they both have obviously uh, dad vibes off of Limp Bizkit's Still Sucks album is fucking amazing. Concert and there are beat. other elements where you know it, it's kind. Of, there are some some tracks that are good, some little bits that are good, uh, and that rolls the same for. The Angels and Airwaves album, uh, Life Forms, which is a band that, you know, when I was big in Blink-182, so yep. when Angels and Airwaves' first album came out, I thought it was fucking awesome, and I still do. Um, but, you know, similarly to Limp Bizkit, it's a band that I don't want to say fell off because they're still making music, but it just didn't hit for me. Right. And these two albums didn't really hit for me either, but the reason I wanted to mention them is because fucking props. Like you guys are really <laughs> deep into your careers. You know, you're you're get, you're getting older. Not that there's like an age limit on making music, but good for you for still like being inventive and and just creating and yeah. having the ability and like the the talent, I guess, to put it out there. So, those right. are two that are you know, I, I wouldn't go out of my way necessarily to listen to either front to back, but I think that they deserve a little bit of attention just for the fact that, like, they're still fucking doing it. They're still yeah. kicking. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely had Limp Bizkit on, on my uh, honorable mentions as well. Um, not only because of just the, the deep dive that I, I've kind of been going on for Limp Biscuit and we I would went on. Call it I would call it an obsession at this point. <laughs> I mean, do I have a bootleg Limp Biscuit merch uh and yeah. another one on the way that is yeah. maybe my favorite shirt now and maybe a wall flag yeah. that's that of three dollar bill, y'all. Yes. You bet you do. Yes I do. Um but uh <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> well I'm not kidding. But um so <laughs> But like it's, I mean, Limp Biscuit is so good. Uh, they're not, but Truly. they but they are to me. You know, I mean, if we take an honest look at Limp Biscuit's discography, and then kind of compare it to Still Sucks, I think that it almost equals out to like the same amount of like good like tracks, and then. You know, there's some kind of crappy stuff. I think Still Sucks has a little bit less good stuff than, like, you know, $3 Bill and uh, uh, Significant Other and Chocolate Starfish. Like, mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
I really only cycle through like four or five songs on each of those other albums anyways. And then this one, I really only cycle through like maybe three or four, you know? And so to me, it's kind of like, yeah, it's definitely not as good. And obviously we hype it. We couldn't help ourselves, but to hype it up to a, an absurd level, you know? Um, yeah. You have to, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's of course not as good as we wanted it to be, but I, I didn't, particularly hate it but i didn't particularly enjoy it dad vibes is absolutely the single on there that uh will be in heavy rotation and for sure um, for sure and honestly limp biscuit knows how to market themselves i i will say it a million times over i think that the the hype surrounding it even if the album kind of like didn't necessarily hit for everyone uh i think that it's still got their name out there again and circulating after not being relevant for years a decade yeah plus. i mean fucking fred durst was like one of the top five most used halloween costumes of 2021 <laughs> yeah fucking good job because he did that he went out on stage he and he made kind of a persona uh you know of uh of himself and uh yeah it's it's a beautiful thing so yeah uh, um yeah but obviously on my list too you know um does angels and airways do they have a different drummer than travis barker or is he on that too they do they have uh <clears throat> it's the oh shit what hold on a second okay sure boxcar something no that's that is travis barker no so other. travis is in that so they okay. have uh i believe it's is it ian ian rubin uh, the drummer of Nine Inch Nails, Paramore, Lost Prophets. He's actually a fucking like okay. a really, really good drummer. Yes, I actually think I know. I think I know this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's super good, and I and I, you know, I I haven't liked the majority of Angels and Airwaves music. I I I don't really dig, but there's just something about Tom DeLonge. I just fucking love him. I love him. Like I have, he he puts out these like little they're like nine inch replicas of his guitars that he signs like he goes through and hand signs them all yeah i bought every one of them and it's not even because like i'm still obsessed with blink 182 like i don't listen to that band anymore yeah i don't listen to angels and airwaves but there's just something it's got to be nostalgia it's just every time i see him i'm like i fucking love that guy he's one of my inspirations for like tattoos for just wanting to play music in general. I mean, he, he really has meant like so much to my life and angels and airwaves is on my, my hit list of bands I have to see. But unfortunately, Joshua doesn't feel comfortable going to shows right now to go see them. Otherwise I right. would have. Absolutely. Um, I got, uh, let's, if I, I can probably knock out some hip hop records here. Do it to it. Um, Tyler, the creator, released mm. Call Me If You Get Lost. I think similar to Mac Miller, where like I was fairly ignorant. I think that I, I, I use ignorant because it's against myself. But like um, I think you haven't really given Tyler a chance or been interested in it. Okay. I have. I, have. Uh, I kind of. Kind of. Before we get into the album, you'll like this, I guess. I watched his most recent Lollapalooza set. Oh, dude. He fucking 
incredible. Is kind of he's kind of yeah, he's kind of amazing. It's he he's so good at the thing about Tyler the creator is is he he sees literally the entire picture on a blank canvas mm-hmm. and like he knows where each and every little dot of paint needs to go like that's just a metaphor because he just he just fucking like dude he had this he probably had this set in mind and like the shit that he did for that um like in mind for a whole year or maybe two like he he literally probably was like i'm gonna be on a big stage this is what i want to do with my set for this album that i know is going to be out in this year you know like he knows that shit way ahead of time and he just sees the full picture and that's what i love about tyler the creator and especially these last few albums that he's done man holy smokes like they they've blown me away i mean really um you know uh flower boy and then uh igor and then call me if you get lost i i think we need to maybe do do a couple of tyler albums but i would i would like to after watching that set because there's not it, it it's the it's like the energy and the preciseness of every move and every action that he did yep. where i was like holy shit like i don't even i don't care if yeah. i don't like the song i could watch you do this all day it was, it was truly mesmerizing to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you have any more uh, honorable mentions? I have, I have one more. I'll knock out a couple more, and then I'll, I'll let you. Yeah. Staying in the hip hop realm, um, there's a, a group of a couple of hip hop artists. I, I would say, uh, under. I guess it's a label. I, I don't know if it would be their label or if it would be like their their brand, but um, the the label or brand is called Exociety, E X O Society, um, and they have people like uh, Kill Bill the Rapper, Rav, Aerospace, Square. I think there might be a couple more. But they're like they're like really like they're not like big in any sense of the you know term but like the people who like them really like them sort of thing and um a couple of them released albums this year and aerospace was one and that album was crazy um crazy good i i think i sent you a track the other day and i was like yo check this out um it's uh the the album is called um uh, azalea that's what i thought it was i just didn't know for sure but um aerospace azalea um there's a track on there called uh called uh, i guess i'm doing this alone and the sample work on that is fucking phenomenal and i just it like i literally cranked this up to the max volume like on a drive home at night once because it was just like that's kind of the vibe I, I got it was just this big loud great sound and honestly it's a good little like eight or nine track album like that i think um it's just a nice bite-sized perfect little little album to be released and um it was just released like maybe maybe five six months ago something like that 
um, worth a listen. And then Kill Bill, who was the other person I mentioned, one of the other people I mentioned, he released an album too. Um, and that one is called... Um, one, uh, Kill Bill's album is uh, called Snow Globe Theory. Uh, it's a bit more of a, like a journey, and you're not going to get like these crazy bangers of beats and stuff like that. It's it's definitely more of like, uh, well, I don't know. I I won't I won't put it in a any box that I don't want. You know that they might not want to be put in. But um, if you're into kind of more contemplative, I guess you'd say uh, like hip hop albums or something like that. Uh, I think this one is good. Um, I I liked it a lot. Uh, hopefully, if everything goes well, I'll be seeing them in April. I I doubt it, but I mean, I you know, I one can dream. Uh, but it's gonna be like all of them. Um, and a couple of other people released albums under their their thing too, and those are all good. But those are like the standouts for me. And I think that's all I have for hip hop, really. Oh, Aesop Rock released an album. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I know it's going to be good. I mean, yeah, it's probably good. The guy is just an animal. So, um, and then, uh, let's see. I, I, I'll just mention a, a handful more. Um, yeah. Archspire, a technical death metal band, um, from Canada. Uh, they released an album called Bleed the Future. This is another one of those where it's like, uh, how how do you do that? How do you play the instrument like that? You know, <laughs> they're just insanely fast. And I gotta shout out the the singers, like, or well, the the growlers, I guess, vocal techniques. Like, picture like picture like someone who like raps really fast and then they're and then but then they're growling like he does some shit like that sometimes where it's like super fast like um but then also growling and i i don't understand how he does it uh but that album is really good and the one of their guitar players dean lamb uh he puts out like a youtube series with him and his his wife uh, a couple YouTube series called like four levels of death metal where they reach out to like metal bands and they try and learn like four of their riffs, like in an episode. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. And the dude is hilarious. Him and his wife are really, it's funny. Um, but uh, so I highly, I, I recommend that album. If you're into just like really hearing loud, fast noises for like, 30 minutes <laughs> so um and then uh i i'll shout out a couple more and then that'll be it but um yeah. i'll rapid fire these ones scowl uh how flowers grow really just fast screaming angsty angry uh hardcore punk um really good like a 20 minute listen it's phenomenal though. Idols released a new album this year. Still haven't gotten to that though. Um, I just haven't had time, but I want to. Silent Planet. They also released an album called Iridescent. Haven't gotten to that either, but they're they're very. Um, their drummer is incredible, 
and um, their vocalist is very passionate about a lot of injustices in the world, and I'm a big fan of him. Uh, so I always support Silent Plan in anything they do. Uh, and the last heavy album I have, and then I have one last one, I'm sorry that I talk so much, uh, is Every Time I Die released a new album this year. Are you familiar with Every Time I Die? I know I know the name. Okay. But that's probably just because of you. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think they've been around for like 15 plus years. Like they've they've been doing it for a long time. They're kind of like they can be a, a little bit chaotic uh in some of their song structures and stuff like that, but they released an album called Radical. And um it is it's just a blood pumping a couple of uh, you know 40 minutes or however long it is it's just fast in your face and it just barely ever lets off the gas so um uh they have a this the song uh on there that i was a pretty big fan of is uh called planet shit that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> go read the lyrics on that one it is it's uh it's very uh well, I mean, you'll see. Um, and so that's kind of like my rapid fire, uh, you know, hip hop, metal. And then my last little one is uh, Silk Sonic, which is uh, which is um, Anderson Pack and uh, uh, Bruno Mars. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that kind of, that fucking rocks. It's it, dude, if you if you're into kind of like that 70s sort of R&B and soul kind of music, but kind of with a modern twist, I mean, this is it. This is for yeah. you. And regardless if you if you think you like that style of music or not, um just go watch the music video for uh Smoking Out the Window, I think. It's so good. It's so yeah, I believe it's amazing. that's what it's called. It's amazing so and it's 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 hilarious too. There I'm a big I'm a big fan of Bruno Mars. Did you know that? I didn't. I'm a big fan of Anderson Pack, but I mean, you know. Well, yes. Yeah, I thought that was just understood, but I meant Bruno <laughs> Mars because it's kind of it, it's it's more in the pro- pop realm. Definitely. I yeah. guess. So I just wanted to make mention that I I I I, I think that guy is more than what has been credited to him. Yep. Yeah, throughout his career absolutely i mean he's made some and, and yeah this this what you're talking about proves it i think i mean it's fucking amazing they understand exactly you know the soundscape that they needed to create to make this album that people knew they were gonna make like is this mm-hmm. this album has been like on i think they've been teasing like doing music together for like years and then like we finally get it and Honestly, I think it was worth the hype and wait. I think it's a great record, and yeah. um, y'all need to release it on vinyl so that I can own that. Um, I second that. But, um, yeah, it's just the – ah, man, it just – it. to me, I was just listening to it, and I was just kind of, like, smiling, you know? It's like one of those where it's like, man – these guys really nailed it. You know, they just absolutely nailed it. So that's my hour of talking out of the way. I'll 
I'll leave it at that. I could probably go on, but I'll I'll just leave it at that. So, Josh, what do you got left? Any honorable mentions? Uh, yeah. So I have two more, and one of them I, I actually don't want as an honorable mention, but I wanted to let you know because we we've discussed this often where we get attached to bands, so we like everything that they put out, right? Yep. I wanted to let you know that Hippocampus put out an EP this past year in August, and I really like the single. It's called Good Dog, Bad Dream. That's the EP, and that's or so that's the EP, and then the single is called Bad Dream Baby, which okay. I really liked that single. I was like, yeah, this is cool. Uh, but the EP itself I really thought wasn't very good. Okay. And I wanted to let you know that uh, I broke the trend of just thinking that band's albums are good because we like them. <laughs> Thank it's God. apparently not true because I really just thought it kind of sucked. Yeah. I sure. just didn't. It wasn't wasn't for me. Um, but the one that I did want to mention is it's I wanted to put this one in like a top albums release. But for reasons I'll explain, I can't. I was on I downloaded. This is a whole thing. I downloaded TikTok. Ooh, I have TikTok okay. now. Uh, I don't really like it, but I've kind of catered what I see to be just like people making like funny little songs. Sure. Which I think is I think is cute. Uh, but I saw a song on there called Who's Laughing Now by this band named Dury. And it okay. popped up all the time in my little Tiki Talk feed. And eventually I was kind of like, hey, this kind of fucking is really good. It was like a 30 second clip. And it turns out this band named Dury, it's just a, a guy and his and his sister. So two siblings. Okay. Uh, they're actually out of Burnsville, Minnesota. Ooh. And yeah, they put out this this single and then they made a TikTok and it went as the kids say viral. No, and they got virus. thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands and thousands of hits on it. Uh so I looked it up and I wanted to give you like an EP name, but they've kind of been releasing everything as singles. Uh so there's that song Who's Laughing Now and then there's another one called Worse for Wear, but it it's actually I really like it. It's like this cutesy kind of bubblegum indie pop. Sure. Uh, and also they're they're starting to get big, which I really like to see out of people from Minnesota. Like they just sold out the entry, Seventh Street entry, and they're going to be playing the main room Ooh. Uh, coming up in the next <laughs> couple of weeks here for like best bands of 2021 or something like that. Some okay. best new artists or something. And it's it not only is it cool to see, but a little different than like Remo Driver Hip or uh, Hippocampus, who are from Minnesota too. I didn't know that they were from here until after I started digging their music. Because normally when I hear a band from Minnesota, I automatically am drawn to them because I like the story of somebody being successful from where I'm from. Right. Or, yeah, no, know, absolutely. What I've, what, I've, what I've wanted to do and <laughs> could never achieve because <laughs> I suck. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're genuinely good. So Dury, D-U-R-R-Y, I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's fine if I'm not. Uh, I dig it. They have a little. They have like five songs up on Amazon Music and whatnot. But yeah, I'm excited to see what they do in the future. Nate, I don't think you would like it. It's okay. But if anybody that's listening has liked any of the music I've liked, <laughs> which I feel like could be anywhere from two to zero people, uh, you <laughs> might you might dig this. And that's all I've got. That's Perfect. it. Perfect. Well, maybe I'll I'll download the Tiki Talks and do a little uh, silly dance with one of your songs 
so that it can go virus like everybody I tried, is, is saying. I, I, saw, I saw this band do it, and I was like, I could fucking do that. So I took a snippet of this little lyric video I made and put it on there, and it got like two views in a week. And I was like, this, is, this app's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been on it since. And that was it. People go viral from fucking farting on their dad's head. Oh, and yeah, like that's funny, not only, but it's not also only rude. does the video go viral, but their dad goes viral and and <laughs> has to go to the hospital after that. <laughs> yeah, pink eye. That's right. Yeah. Well, that about does it. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.